This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never going to get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on. So I'm in control of what I work on. And if I want to collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Welcome to an Insta-filtered, Snapchatted, most liked episode of Fat Mascara. Yes! I did that in honor of our guests. You guys, we have Patrick Starr and Manny MUA. Manny makeup artist. We are so excited to have them in the house. Big interview for us. We're also talking about matte lipsticks, a trend that has fully arrived. I had a celebrity experience with mine. Jess has experienced slightly different. We talked about it around the dinner table. (laughs) And then we'll also be talking about face masks and the rise of face masks and which ones we love. You ready? Yes. Yes. 
So, Jen, yesterday I was at a family party. It was a wonderful event. Um, but I couldn't help but take a cheeky peek at my Instagram, and I saw you <laughs> hanging out with Katie Purry. I know I felt so guilty just because I know she's one of your favorite stars, but I got invited to a cover girl launch event with Katie Perry, so well, I hung out with her. You know, family first, couldn't go. But, but the, the weirdest part is we ended up having talking about the same things in our each of our different experiences. So I it was, know. It was like a matte lipstick day. It was so weird. We were both on like opposite sides of the river having the same conversation. You were with Katy Perry. I was with my family. So what did you talk about with Katy? Katy was super fun. She was introducing her Katy Cat collection for CoverGirl. So we talked a lot about matte lipsticks, and she was saying that it's such a trend. People really like it because of all the pigment, but the reason she wanted to create one was because the liquid lip color matte lipsticks that are so popular, were really drying so with CoverGirl they did a stick and they made it demi matte so that it was um, a little bit more more moisture and more forgiving mm -hmm. um, I asked her how much did you try it on? Uh, yes I had a makeup artist put it on me and then I literally bumped into her as like the meet and greet part and I was like Katie how's my lipstick and she says open your mouth and I was like what's okay. happening and she took her finger and she wiped my corners you know how you get lip lipstick oh, in your so gross it well, like, if it was a stranger, I mean, it was a stranger, but, like, Katy Perry touched my mouth. No, I mean, like, the corners thing that happens. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. corners. No, and if anyone's going to touch your mouth, let it be Katy. Yes, exactly. Was not, it was not the lipstick's fault. It was, I was a little hungover, so I was a little bit dry-mouthed. But, um, <laughs> but I got some good tips from her about, you know, how to make the matte lipstick look work. What did she say? She said you, she does like to, with this particular lipstick, she does not like to put a balm first. She likes to do it with a brush. And she did it in colors that, like, you normally can only get it at the high-end brands, but now you can get it at drugstore. So she has a black matte lipstick, which I feel like we haven't seen at drugstore before. No, we saw that all over the runway. This we trend, covered that. I mean, I've seen some glosses coming back, but, like, the matte lipsticks aren't going anywhere. No. Do you agree? You know, matte is having a major moment. I feel like everyone wants a matte, not so much because, like, they're dying to not have it being shine on their lips, but because they want that really high-impact, like, look-at-me color. Now... I wore a matte lipstick to the baby shower I was at yesterday. I just felt like I really needed to bring it at the shower, you know. <laughs> Very different experience. Really need than to mine. make it a, make a statement. Just kidding. It was really the only lipstick that I had in my bag. Um, I was not prepared. Was it well received? Well, it really was, and I was surprised because I thought it was a little too like aggro for a baby shower. It was Bobby Brown's Art Sticks in Punch. Oh yeah, they are yeah, bright. It, it, they're really bright. It's like having a color form on your lip. It's like really intense. But you know, I felt kind of silly because I was like, "Is this too much?" But it was a hit. Yeah. It was a hit with all ages. 20-somethings, 60-somethings, they want that high-impact color. And everyone was like, Jessica, how'd you get that color? And they said they'd all, like, experimented with, with mats, but they've all had, like, horrible experiences. So I told them what my secret is. It's really very simple. Oh. Put, like, a chapstick, I think the brand Chapstick, or Burt's Bees Lip Balm. A waxy balm. Oh, very waxy, nothing that's too shiny. Underneath... And then literally top it up throughout the day. And it's not going to take off the color because it's so dry. Mm -hmm. Just kind of like dab it on. It's not going to make it shiny. It still will look matte, but it's not going to look chalky and disgusting. You just need those two products and you're fine. And you'll still get that high impact color. And pick a formula that's not a liquid lipstick. I don't think those are great. I'm just going to say Oh, it. you you know, I learned why that might be. Why? They have, they have a lot of flash solvents. 
Flash solvents. I know. I, just, I love saying that. Oh, my God. No, but because they What is a flash solvent, just so for our listeners? Uh, I might get this wrong. Sorry, chemists out there. But I believe so it can stay in a liquid form. It has, like, a higher alcohol level, mm-hmm. which flash dries off really quickly when you put it on your lips, which is why some of those colors can give you, like, a corpsey drying effect. Yeah. So use our tips. Keep your mat from looking like a corpse. Go Whether with, you're at the Jersey Baby Shore. Baby, it, baby Shore. It was it's actually right. It was on the water. A Jersey Baby Shore shower. <laughs> Or hanging out with Katy Perry. Whatever you choose. Whatever's more your style. Jess, have you noticed this face mask trend is exploding? I feel like every weekend on Instagram, I'm seeing people with face masks on taking pictures of it. It's like a hashtag mask selfie. Yeah, well, it's a thing, but like... So much more than maybe a year ago, this category of skincare is really, just really exploding. I feel like I see more masks coming out. I mean, I don't know if we're selling more. Do you know anything about that? It's so weird you should ask. I what? found this really interesting stat the other day in Women's Wear Daily. Oh, you're bringing the stat this time. I'm bringing the stats. Okay, what did you learn? The crazy science, but no, I, I read this Women's Wear Daily. It was so freaking awesome. If you think you see more masks out on the market, you're not imagining things. In 2013... Masks totaled $60 million in sales. Mm-hmm. In 2015, it doubled to $120 million. Let's talk about why. In just two years, it completely doubled completely in sales. Completely doubled. Why do you think it is? Well, I think people think, like you were saying, it's cute to take selfies. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it just looks funny. People get a lot of likes. You don't have to wear any makeup. It's just, like, cute. You know, it's like, I woke up like this. That's you know? not going to make you do $60 million well, more in sales. I, I think that's part of it. It's also, it promises quick results, you know? If you're going to buy, like, a $100 cream and, like, pray to God that in eight weeks you're going to look better, you're going to be gravely disappointed with a lot of creams. Yeah, people have this, like, dream idea of, like, skincare is, it's not makeup. People love quick results. They love seeing something change. And there really isn't skincare that does that other than masks. Like Yeah, like like a good tightening mask or a good, like, you know, mask that sucks at all like the oil like you're you are going to get a smoother you know firmer result for even if it's just a couple of hours i mean important to remember though this is not a skincare regimen like that is a temporary change i think a lot of people think oh i throw on a mask and like all of a sudden my skin's gorgeous for months they're usually either if they're clarifying they're taking out a little sebum in the pores Mm -hmm. maybe there's some sugars in there that are giving a tightening effect or if they're really hydrating you're going to look plumper but it usually is a temporary effect exactly and also like i used a mask last night it was a three dollar uh, korean skincare mask there's so many of these like just, a sheet mask exactly yeah the sheet masks have are definitely boosted this category but a lot of them are the price threshold is so low so they're at the um right by the checkout oh like it, it's just like a quick impulse purchase exactly that's a good point so, so which ones do which, which ones do you like well i think we both have a, a shared favorite mask oh the goddess clay oh one. the charlotte tilbury goddess mask yeah. It's like a vacuum on your skin. It's good when you're feeling congested or like just like your blackheads are kind of showing because it sort of sucks you out. Mm-hmm. But you got to put moisturizer, I feel like, afterwards. Yeah. It's very dehydrating, but I think that's a, a good thing. In a good way. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. But the other mask that I love, oh, it's so good. The Naturopathica White Tea Antioxidant Mask. Ooh. It's very creamy. You pop it on. You can either leave it there for 10 minutes. It's just good if you feel like, you know just kind of grody and like you haven't been taking care of yourself you can put it on for like once a week or you can sleep with it which is my favorite thing wait but doesn't it get all over your sheets you could just put a sorry that's a great question you can put just a thin thin layer on and it can almost be like a little bit of a bomb so you can put a thick layer on for 10 minutes and then just kind of 
you know, tissue it off, or you can just put an extra thin layer and then go to sleep. Nice. You bring yeah. up a point too, which is these sleeping masks are everywhere now too. That's another yeah, that's user adding friendly. To the category. What are what are your hot masks? I like that one from Charlotte Tilbury, and then my go-to always is the SK2 facial treatment mask. It's a sheet mask, mm -hmm. and I think it just has like two gallons of their, their face serum in there with yeah. the Patera extract. So I feel like it plumps you up with moisture and then um, sort of brightening in a way. So and you, you, look see a little, a, you see an instant result? Yeah, don't look too closely today. I didn't use it last time. Are night. you going to wear, wear one on the plane? Because you've got a flight soon, don't you? Oh, sometimes I do, but then you look like Hannibal Lecter and the people in the seat next to you get freaked out. Oh, everyone's a freak now on these planes. I yeah, you're right. Like, now oh, that yeah. masks are everywhere, sales have grown, do it wherever you want to do it. People are going to know what's going on. I, I think those SK2 masks are pretty cool, but like, you know, they're a nice treat, I think. And none of these masks are going to solve all your skincare problems. They're more of like a nice add-on, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. You guys, I am so excited. We have with us here Patrick Starr and, and Manny MUA, Probably our biggest, best fan. Like, it just, I'm excited. Pandemonium. It's pandemonium in the clubhouse right now. Yeah, so you guys are makeup artists, beauty influencers. Between you have well over a million followers each. I know I saw when you got to a million on uh, YouTube. You. Um, but welcome to Fat Mascara. Thank you Thanks so for much. having us. We're so excited to be this here. This is awesome. Okay, good. So let's get into it. This is our first double interview, so... Bear that in mind, we have two two people with us. And the reason we thought it was okay to have you guys on together is because you are actually friends too. Mm -hmm. So tell us, how did you become friendly? Well, first it started off with me DMing Patrick because mm -hmm. I was such a huge fan of him. I loved his work. And there was not a lot of boys doing beauty back then, like a year or two ago. And so I was like so inspired by him and I wanted to do what he was doing. So I DMed him and I was like, hey, we were kind of chatting casually. Yeah, I would literally, like I have looks on my Instagram from like the beginning where it was like inspired by Patrick Starr. all the way down. Yeah, all the way down. You can literally find it. It's crazy. So then we finally, um, we're going to be going to the same convention at the same time. In mm -hmm. Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Called Fame Expo. Oh yeah. And we went, we were both going and I was like, I hope I see you there. It's going to be so much fun. And so I saw him across the street. Like one time I was crossing, he was crossing the other way and I'm like. Like literally, literally crossing the street crossing at the like same this, time. And I look over and I see him and I scream. I just scream. I'm like, Pat I was like, Patrick Starr. And I like fangirl out hardcore, ran over to him. And I'm like, hi, oh my god, it's so nice to meet you. And he had his like turban down, didn't even have his heels on. He was like, hey. I didn't even have a large following at the time. It was just like, I was like so loud with my makeup. I was just so drag. I was like inspired by glamour and glitz. And I wore my makeup super, super, super crazy. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what got what me, got, is, that's what got me noticed. Yeah. Um, Let's talk first, about it. So yeah. when you started doing makeup, did you start on yourself first or did you like doing makeup on other people and then just translate it to yourself? What was your first experience? My first experience with makeup, I feel, was uh, my aesthetic came from Photoshop. I was always Photoshopping. I was a photographer, mm -hmm. first and foremost, and I loved art. I was inspired by America's Next Top Model, Extreme Makeover, Makeover Story on TLC, The Swan. So my aesthetic for beauty like came from transformation, like Cinderella moments on television and reality. So I would um, take pictures of my friends and Photoshop them from senior pictures, family portraits, and I would just add makeup on the computer. So I was always like toggling on the computer, adding lashes, adding cheekbones, fixing their brows, That's contouring so on the computer. And then I was like, maybe if I, because I then became professional doing that for on a daily. And so I was like, let me 
add makeup on just my personal clients, like my friends that shoot with me regularly, and I started practicing that way. And then I started to practice on myself. With actual product, not with just actual like products, post. yeah. Just, just I feel like I started with foundation, and then I would wear a little bit of brow, a little bit, but more so, I wanted to practice on other people. Right. So you're trying to mimic like an airbrush look. Or? Yeah, an airbrush look, because I wanted to save time in Photoshop by um, concealing acne, um, lighting, and everything. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was just important to save post processing in Photoshop when I would just apply makeup. So I thought I would just practice, but I really wanted to gain trust of my clientele. Um, if I, I told myself, how are they going to trust me if I myself don't know what my skin type is? So I was like, how will I know if I don't try it on myself? So I started experimenting with foundations and concealers and stuff. So that way I can relate to the client be like, well, mm -hmm. my skin is oily. This is what works for me. This is what can work for you. So that's how I kind of just wiggled my way in. It wasn't, um, it was more so of a practical right. outlet for me. And many, but you've worked at beauty counters, right? Is that mm -hmm. Was that your first experience with doing makeup? My first experiences with makeup were literally locking my room door, stealing my mom's eyeshadows, and just like playing. How um, old that's were you? kind of what I, I was, no, and I was old. I was old and I was still locking my ass in the room. This it was, was last week. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what's old? Like, I was, old, so I was literally like 21. Okay. And so I would literally just like go to, I would like grab my mom's like MAC eyeshadows and like go and play because I just, I love the idea of like an artistic outlet, like makeup, because I wasn't like the most artistic kid and I wasn't like the most creative kid or anything. But like when I saw makeup, like it just like started working for me in that way and I became much more creative and had a different outlet. Yeah. So I started doing that and like, I remember the first like makeup I ever did was like a blue glitter cut crease. And I was like, what the hell was I thinking, bitch? Come you on. went hard right away. So it was actually really, it was terrible. I mean, it was terrible. It was like not blended. It was just the worst did thing ever. Did you just come but... up with the idea on your own? Or did yeah, you no, like, oh. I, I was like on Tumblr and just scrolling and I saw like blue and I was like, ooh, I like blue. I want to try blue. So I like saw my mom's <laughs> blue eyeshadow. And so I was just like working with it like that. And then after I started like practicing, I would practice literally every single day because like I'm such a go-getter type person like once I find something that I like I, I love it and I'm like all in so every day I would practice and then the restaurant I was working at was closing like the the day after pride because I worked in like the gay area of San Diego and I was like great I need a job so I'm like completely broke right now and my friend was like hey like I know you're practicing makeup Sephora's like hiring one person like you should totally apply and I got the interview and I got the job so it was like totally meant to be so I worked at Sephora for a year and then I worked at Mac for another Right. Right after. And it seems silly pointing this out, but you guys are men, obviously, yeah. and you wear makeup. Yes. <laughs> um, and I was thinking about this. I was like, I don't, I feel weird asking this question, but I was picturing like my grandmother. Like if I introduced you to my grandma, mm -hmm. she'd love you. We'd hang out and then you'd leave and she'd be like, Jenny, what are they? <laughs> like, are, you know, are they drag? Mm -hmm. Are they like, because people from that era like to label things. So what do you mm -hmm. say when you get questions like that? Do you still get yeah. questions like that? Are oh, you yeah. getting them? All the time. We Who asks you these questions? I, um, it's honestly like people that are just like confused and people that mm -hmm. aren't like as like in the know of like the LGBT community and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So I would definitely say on social media is when I get the most in person. I never get people asking me. Like, I don't think I get anyone asking I me. do I, I get questions all the time like are you a woman are you transgendered but I think are they I, from your fans even just even, your even fans, fans or people that are just curious even teenagers like I don't mean mm -hmm. to be mean but I'm young but are you trans are you a girl are you a boy and I don't take offense to it because I taught piano for six years like I would teach kids how like what white keys are what black keys are and knowing that from an educational standpoint 
um, in the makeup industry, I have to tell, I have to give benchmarks for people that have no idea hmm. what we are. Like benchmarks, I am male and I like to wear makeup. And that's as easy as it is. I don't want to beat around the bush and say, I'm whatever I want to be. Right. But for them, that will just make them confused. confused. That will, mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't want them to become ignorant and, you know, and not knowing because knowledge is power and everyone needs to know, um, you know, what I do. Right. So that it doesn't sense. even become like a sexuality conversation no. or anything like that. You're like, I'm a dude that wears makeup. Yeah. You're yes. like, here are the like facts. Like right. Yeah. 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 And the thing is too, like I keep my facial hair and like, I'm like a guy. Right. Like I like, I'm very much like the dude, like that's doing makeup. I'm not like the androgynous one. Like Ed Patrick can definitely get away with being like androgynous and like feminine looking and like more like a woman. But my aesthetic is much more like, I'm a dude. Like this yeah. is what it is. Like I have facial hair. Like I don't really, it's just for fun. It's just like a, a creative outlet. I so. do. I do want to get into the facial hair because I'm like his foundation looks so good when I watch it. And you still, actually, let me just ask. Like I can't even do that now. I'm stubble to contend. Oh. <laughs> what kind of blender are you breaking out? Do, like, is that actually an issue? Like, do you feel like sometimes no. oh, I gotta get a clean shave before we can do this tutorial? No, never. For me. I it's I have to. The struggle. Have, yeah. Okay, yeah. so you'll shave first, and shave then you'll. What kind of razor time. are you using so I can I recommend like, it to all the men in my life? I use the Cremo um, shaving cream. It's a very dense cream. I found it randomly. I was looking for the popularized like Nivea post shave bomb. You know the one oh, the yeah, aftershave bomb that everyone's sold using. Out. Yeah, so I was looking for that, and right next to it was just a bunch of uh, shaving creams, and I was like, let me try this one and it's like water activated it's dense it's super slick i think it'd be great for the legs too it's super Listen, super i have smooth. a lot to <laughs> facial hair too so it's not just and, the men yeah and then i use like a quattro like like a quadruple blade quattro yeah, okay the gillette one yeah the gillette yeah mm -hmm. i remember because okay. like i started using the gillette one too mm -hmm. just like if i want to shave like my mustache or something Okay. Yeah, Hot yeah. tip. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you two about um, our world a little bit, which is editorial and fashion beauty. So if I work at Mary Claire, if I were to go to my office and say I met you guys, I guarantee you 75% mm, of the people there wouldn't know who you are. Mm -hmm. There seems to be this weird still break between makeup artists that work on editorial and fashion and makeup artists that got their start on YouTube or as like an influencer. Do you guys notice that? And do you, do you ever feel unwelcomed by a different type of makeup artist community? Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey 
Honey Love's Superpower Shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less, they're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Okay, everyone, I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there, when I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits. Yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. I've been doing that's good. Joanna Thompson's. Right? That's about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lattes in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just <laughs> going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. 
Manny, you're nodding. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's, um, let's get real. Honestly, What's going like, on? let's get real. Let's get really real. Let's spill the real tea. Um, <laughs> I do believe that there is definitely, like, a stigma between of YouTubers and influencers because, like, the thing for me, like, it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't go for Patrick, but for me, I, I started solely on social media and, like, that's where I became, like, a makeup artist. Patrick has, like, freelance background and he has, like, the professional makeup artist background. I don't really have that, so I would definitely see like at an event for example like going to some i'm not going to say the name but I, I went to an event and we were um like not welcomed by like the people there and we were like escorted out and those people that were like they would look at us and they're just like they're not real makeup artists like they don't know what they're doing they just have a large following and i was like it just sucks because like it discredits like what we do because we don't do because i don't do makeup on clients anymore i mean i could if i wanted to i could totally do it but i just because i don't do that doesn't mean that I don't know what I'm doing with makeup. Right. So it's kind of it's kind of weird. So you have experienced a little no, bit totally. of that. Do you think it stems from envy or do you think it's just kind of like a like a, a territoriality a territoriality I, thing? Honestly, I really don't know because I don't really like know the makeup artist like me as much. I I think it's a mix of both yeah. because for me coming from that side what he's talking about the event that we went to was a convention for professionals. And we were, I feel like, escorted out because of the traffic and, you know, blocking other vendors and stuff. But also, we were there on behalf of social media. And that was something new. This was two, two and a half years ago. Mm -hmm. And it was on behalf of social media. And I feel like the makeup industry or the community there at that time didn't really know how to take this. And I guess they felt tainted or spoiled by this new age of makeup that we have no number one no experience in the industry, which is what they thought. I've worked fashion week, I've worked photo shoots, I've tested for agencies, and I have that know how. I just look like a drag queen at a at a convention, but that's just my aesthetic. That doesn't mean I do all my clients like that. Yeah. So, yeah. but but for me, it goes back to knowledge. You have to like ask and be intuitive when learning about people and for these the makeup industry professionals, I feel like to shun the social media out, if we were to just bridge that gap and educate each other, like what is hot now? Like what is the proper way? What works for editorial? What works for fashion? It would be such a more harmonious world where we could learn from each other. And I feel like mm-hmm. um, guys, this is the start. Yeah. We're having like yeah. a date that's, that's what I've always wanted. It's, true. Yeah. it's so true. Yeah, because I feel like um, there are traditional makeup artists that have studied under um, fine um you know, um, degree artists that have worked in the industry for years and there's a certain way to do things when it comes to magazine, print, commercial, Mm -hmm. and also people that are um, agency represented um, and all that. But, uh, and then they see new people like Manny Mm -hmm. and I having baking techniques and pounding our face with powder and that's not what they do. Right. But that's just what we like. Um, Let me ask you so. about that then, because we have asked some of our friends that are makeup artists that maybe have agency representation or work, you know, more in the editorial world, and we say, oh, what do you think of what these people, not you guys, but like all the mm-hmm. all the beauty bloggers are doing on YouTube, and some people are so dismissive, and they say, oh, they look like drag queens, and it's mm-hmm. just too heavy-handed, and it doesn't have that quote-unquote editorial touch, mm-hmm. but um, obviously you can do other kinds of makeup, but what do you say when people are like, it's too heavy-handed? It's just, do you expect people to go out into the world looking strobed and contoured? I feel like I hear you saying for, you don't. Yeah, always. For, for me, it's not about what what is right, what is wrong. 
I believe, I've said this to every single person, I believe in the power of perception. Yeah. You have to perceive from different points of view. We're not we're not saying what we do in baking and caking is right. We're as men, if yeah. you look at our platform, perceive this in a different way. As men, we are providing inspiration for women to look beautiful. Because as men, if Manny and Patrick can do it and be in Sephora on a cosmetic display, we are giving hope and inspiration to women and men that they can have their Cinderella moment. It's not saying that we're right or that it being heavy-handed is the right way. We're just giving them inspiration. So when they want to break it down and be nitty-picky, it's offensive mm-hmm. because that's not what we're trying to do. But they're misunderstanding yeah, it. They're yeah, they're misunderstanding it too our, literally. Our, yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it's really that's about transformation, is, yeah. the power of transformation. And we're giving, we're giving them help for the people at home. Yeah. You know, we're not going to give, you know, someone at home like an editorial fashion, like light makeup that's going to melt in Arkansas. We're going, to give right. them, well, we're going to give them good, beautiful makeup. I suppose so. people could say the same thing about fashion, like opening up True. Vogue and saying, like, really? they expect us to wear this, and it's really just, you know, people want to dream. So I do feel that maybe this is the start of it, but it has been changing a little bit lately. Like, I saw you guys yesterday at a CoverGirl event. These certain mass brands and department store brands have been hesitant to embrace the community of beauty bloggers. Do you see it changing at all in the last like two years that you guys have been working and doing this? 100%. I feel like it's been changing so much. Actually, just like last month, Maybelline posted me like for the first time. That was the first boy they've ever posted and it became like, not viral, but there was articles about it that were like Maybelline, a huge like brand like this actually posted like their first boy ever. And I can like literally just see the changes happening because like them that brand, like, already, Maybelline is, like, one of the biggest brands yeah. in the cosmetic game. Yeah, I was in Sephora in February, mm-hmm. like, in U.S. and Canada for my nail polish with Formula X. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Sephora embraced it because of Kendo. Kendo is one of their right. partner brands. So to have them, it was it was ten of us curators, and I was the only boy out of the ten for the year. And to have my face for just one month, the shortest month of the year in February, uh-huh. yeah. that was, I guess, kind of like a little... Kick to the kick to the door uh-huh. to see some light and saying that it's okay. I had you know like and then to be on display again with Manny to have two boys yeah. on one gondola with a cosmetic brand that says that's that's just awesome. Volumes, volumes. Yeah, it's awesome. It's amazing. You are makeup artists and you're in the beauty realm, but there's this fame aspect to it that like if Tom Pujol <laughs> or James Caliardos walked into Sephora, I guarantee you nobody would know who they yeah. are. They can <laughs> go wherever they please. Yeah. You know, they but can go you anywhere. guys have become celebrities in your own right. Is that weird? Like, do you ever feel uh, you've lost your privacy in any way or is that not even an issue for you? You know, like, um, Katy Perry said last night, she was like, you have to stay vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I came up, I stole this mo- this motto from Colgate on TV. It was at home, like, and, and on the TV, like, it was the smile, you know, toothpaste, and it said, life opens up when you do. Mm-hmm. And it's so true, like, being vulnerable, and that just comes with with social media. But I, I personally don't feel like famous or anything like there was Katy Perry last night you know and then mm. we, we just sit we sit at home in our room and do our makeup everyone always asks what's your biggest advice to become a YouTuber or Instagrammer and everyone answers on the panel is going to be just be yourself that's it too but go on your social media or go to your coffee shop and just talk to someone saying hello is free being nice is free find someone that loves what you do because when I went to like the mall to apply at Sephora Ulta Mac I did not get 
I did really? not get anything. You, uh, yeah. Wait, you got shot down? Yeah, I got shot down. Like, yeah, like, I'm sorry. No, no retail experience. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I'm a professional freelancer. So then when I went to, to um, I guess, one of the counters to pick up a lipstick for a bride that I was working on, they said, hey, do you want to work here and freelance? And I was like, sure. And that was it for me, like, going and surrounding myself with people that loves what I do. So if you love makeup, if you love fashion, find someone that loves what you do. And then I found Manny. Yeah, you know, not to get sappy, but it's like there's another boy. If he did, if you guys probably don't know, our families are literally parallel. Like dad, mom, oldest boy, gay beauty blogger, middle brother, younger brother, three boys, wow. mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Both moms are nurses. Dad had the same line of work too. So you, it's almost so like a it's support, like, like built yeah, into this whole it's weird like, ride. It's so cool. totally is. It's like yeah. insane. It literally like it was almost like I honestly feel like it was totally meant to be. Manny, did you know friends. all this when you reached out to Patrick? I mean, I knew he had like siblings. I didn't yeah. know like the extent. You know, of it. I know he had mom and dad, of course, but I just. I was, like, seeing him online, like... It's funny, I, I saw his mom last month in New York, and I was like, oh my god, you're losing weight. And she's like, I was like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm doing such and such. And I was like, my mom's doing the exact same thing. Yeah, it was just, just so, so funny, like, that our, that our families are so parallel. But having another friend, let alone another male beauty blogger in the same space... Yeah is, like, so helpful. Mm-hmm. That's good. And I feel like it's helped us, too. Like, it helped us, like, so much. Like, it made, like, not only the beauty aspect there, but it's also, like, the friendship that attached to it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's helped not only us, but, like, our audience as well. Mm-hmm. Seeing, um, like, friend goals and whatnot. Yeah, you, friend, <laughs> you gave good advice for people that wanted to get into what you're doing, but let's talk beauty advice. I mean, that's why we're really yeah. here. Come on. Let's, yeah, I'm, I'm, looking, Come on. I'm looking at your lashes, and I'm just mesmerized. <laughs> they look like a little cat. What, what, what beauty questions do you get the most? Like, is it, like, the same question? You're like, I've answered this a million times. Like, what do people want to know, and what do you, what's the answer for your most common beauty question? My most common question that I see all the time is, what is the best foundation for my skin type? But you can't see Always. the proof. Yeah. Like, I don't Always. know how you would tell what skin type is right away. I swear to God, like, that is the question I get on Twitter and on YouTube, everything is like, what's the best foundation for oily skin? What's the best foundation for dry skin? It's always the foundation question because yeah. everyone wants a nice base. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys always so have important. beautiful base. So what do you say? Thank you. Um, so honestly, like, I, I always reply like, well, like, your skin's different than mine. So, like, what I can recommend is like, someone for, like, more oily slash combination skin so this is what I've used for my skin type because can you can you he uses a Dior one oh yeah he uses Dior Airpush that's like my number one it's Dior Airpush is literally like the most beautiful foundation like ever worn it gives you a nice medium to full coverage has pearlized pigments in it so it gives you like a skin like satin finish and then when you set it it lasts all day without getting oily the Sephora just came out come on knowledge (laughs) come on knowledge (laughs) did you hear me I'm like come on I, I, I love to do a sponsor video. <laughs> For me, I always want to, like, I, I don't think there's enough emphasis on this to, again, back to the power of perception. Like, you have to perceive also not just a product, but application. And yeah. a mm-hmm. lot of people don't consider the application. They dismiss products all the time. So consider, if you're listening, like, literally, how how do you apply these products, too? Yeah. Is it with a brush? Is it with a stiff buffing brush? Are you packing on powder on top of it, or are you dusting a light layer of powder? Yeah. So a lot of people really don't consider, I, I guess because I come from the artist and education side, from teaching classes, like how are, how are you applying Dior? Mm-hmm. Are you using a buffing brush and stuff? So What's your favorite method to apply foundation? For me, um, you could subscribe to my channel, Patrick Star, to see how I apply, but um, I'll take like a, a stippling brush and just apply Dior, mm-hmm. but then I'll pack on powder. Like, that way I, I can build up the, the liquid a little bit yeah. easier and just buff it in. 
Here's my personal question. Those beauty blenders, those little teardrop sponges, whether yes. it's a beauty I know you guys have both used them. Mm -hmm. yes. How the hell do you keep those things clean? Oh, and I know. how many do I'm you go through a week? by mine. Honestly, like you, they have cleaners for the beauty yeah. blenders. Like, they you said they have. have, but you don't use it? No, I do. No, okay. I do. I actually have it. No, I, I, they have, like, beauty blender cleaning. Like, honestly, when I travel, though, like, I never freaking clean them, like, to be honest. Like, I use hand soap. Is that, that okay? That works, too. Yes. Like, hand soap is, yeah. like, really, really good, but too. Like, do you ever see the video of the woman who cuts her beauty blender in half and there's, like, all kinds oh, of I don't germs inside? Mine. I've seen that video, like, like I try not aside. I've never, I've never watched it. I've never watched it. I've never watched it. Yeah. I'm freaked out. Yeah, but I was just I would I, I use like the shook antibacterial. I mean, if it's good for your dishes and you can eat off it, then it's probably good for your beauty blender. Okay. No, I completely agree. I they have I like just washed mine for like thirty too. minutes and there was still makeup coming yeah, out. Yeah, no, it, 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 honestly, it's, it's also like, two it's years really, dirt. It's really, <laughs> <laughs> well, we got time for anyway. Um, you definitely like I'll, I'll go through about like one every two weeks. <gasps> oh, we're supposed to throw them out? I just don't use them anymore. I just stop. All right. Are we but that's like realistically, like because I do have a lot of beauty blenders and a lot of like sponges okay. that I just do use often. Okay. So I'll use like every like, one like every three weeks. One like every month and a half. Okay. I feel like, like at the most. But that's like the good. That's like the good like average. Like if you're using it all the time. Yeah. And you're cleaning it well because it has to be cleaned well. It'll still break break down. Well, let's see. What did you bring? Anything? Because sometimes yeah. we do this thing with spilled. What, what do you travel with? What do you, what do you oh got in there? Gosh. What's in that bag? You want to see what's Bes in my bag? Yes, please. Besides all that bejeweled wonderfulness. So I have my phone. I have a compact here and then just like I have a suitcase of things because I have a shoot after this but since I'm traveling I do have a passport with some sunglasses from Chinatown <laughs> this is such a fabulous little um, well, that's why you get to know a person I when you see what's in their hand bag. hand sanitizer okay. from December. Winter Wonderland. <laughs> that is high class hand sanitizer. Come on. I love it. It's Winter Wonderland all I year round. It. Do you love how branded I am? I have a benefit pen. Nice. Oh. Oh. I have crazy glue for my nails. Oh my and god, then this I have is the best. <laughs> liquid lipstick from Jeffree Star, my favorite color, Gemini, uh -huh. and then Tarte's. Um, Lip Sculptor Duo Gloss and Lipstick VIP. It's my favorite color. Is that your your travel lips? This yeah. is my travel that. lips. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love this VIP by Tarte. It's amazing. And then I have like my face touch up for like shoots and stuff in my um, in my suitcase. Mandy, what's your go to lip on the go? Lip on the go. Like right recently, like it's kind of like changing because like with seasons too, like your lip kind of like trend starts to change a little bit right now. Like I'm actually like starting to get into gloss right now. Yeah. And this gloss by Marc Jacobs called French Tickler. That is literally. I'm sorry. I know. I know. I know. I die. The name. I just. What is going on? But it's like such a beautiful like coral gloss, and I feel like for spring and summer it's so stunning and has like this like really pretty pink purple reflect to it. Yeah. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, that's definitely like my go-to, but for like a matte lipstick, I would say, I have like collab, I have like collabs out right now. I know And I would definitely do. say like, probably Charmed from my collaboration with yeah. Oprah is like a go-to, like very easy, toss it on and it's perfect. Like what do you want to do next? Like where do you go from here? Honestly, like for me right now, is like my goal is just to keep growing and with social media online mm -hmm. and I would love to create, or like I would love to go from not only social media, but like um, traditional media spaces too. Like why not be in a commercial? Like why not be on TV? Or like, why not be on the carpet Sunday? So that's kind of like what my goal is too, as well as creating my own brand. Patrick, what do you what do you want to do? You have a dream client or like a photographer that you used to admire that like you'd like to shoot with, or what's next for you? 
I'm such a people person because when I like would film when I started doing YouTube, like I, it was so awkward to talk to a camera for minutes, like <laughs> a, maybe even hours. I'm just talking to like a lens, you know. So I feel like my videos do really well when I have like, or my Snapchat does really well when I have like Manny or like my mom, and they see me bouncing off personality. So I love educating. <laughs> um, also having my own brand too. Um, it just seems so far because you know, mm -hmm. like things are happening so fast. It's kind of hard to like stop and like think about a big idea like that but definitely a brand and I feel like educating along the way oh my god you guys have been so yeah this is a privilege <laughs> this is oh my god the beauty yeah, industry yeah. needs you guys really yeah okay let's, yeah. Yeah, this is Freaking the start much. of no more division of like this no, kind of makeup artist that kind of makeup artist we can all be you friends are experts in your own right yeah. Um, yeah. thank you so much for coming by thank you thanks, thanks for you guys are amazing seriously. it's so much fun my first podcast <laughs> so remember last week how you were all like oh allergy season yeah i'm still feeling the pain so do you want to raise a wand to something for yes, allergies it's what another is it? i'm sorry this is like webmd over here oh no but my this is, sounds kind of gross but like my skin gets really itchy and I remember talking to Dr. Dennis Gross and he told me that some people can get itchy skin around allergies. So here's what I have transitioned to. I've, or I'm showing you my hashtag empties tube of lippy car. La Roche-Posay, the, why are you looking at me like I have a disease? Cause, no, because it's an empty. It's like a nasty ass bottle. You've definitely used all of that. I have squeezed why? this like a Colgate tube. It is like the best body lotion. I also have it in the body. The, I, this is the body bomb. I have a tub, um, a pump, big tall pump tub of the body lotion next to my bedside. And this is on my dresser so that I always have Lipicar at any moment's reach. And why is that better than like some drugstore Jergens? Well, it has like some kind of anti-itching, anti-scratching oh, thing in it. Gotcha. And it's, it's not just unscented. It's just like a soothing body lotion. My legs get really itchy and my arms too around this time of year. That's a good one. I'm gonna I try know it. it's not a sexy topic, but like for people with allergies, it happens. You guys know what I'm talking about. Shut up. <laughs> I am gonna raise a wand to Fran Wilson ITs. What's that? This is them. Have you ever heard of these? It's basically a Q-tip for makeup artists, and one end is flattened, and one end is really pointy. Oh. So my friend and the makeup artist, Emily Kate Warren, turned me on to these because I've been complaining about not being able to do winged eyeliner. She said, you need to get some eye tees. This thing is, like, sharp as hell. It's like a little, like, a Q-tip is lovely for an ear. I know you're not yeah. supposed to do that. Or, like, cleaning up dust of eyeshadow. This will give you the sharpest line on your winged liner because it's so sharp and precise. And then the other side you can, like, blend with. So you dip that bad boy in eye makeup remover you, and then you create your shape yeah like after I messed it up a million yeah. times I clean it up with this shape and they're just so old school looking I mean look at them they're like Fran Wilson ITs I don't even know who Fran Wilson Fran. is who knows but they're three bucks and I love them we mentioned a lot of products and people and places and brands and things in this episode so I just want to put it out there if you want to find out where any of those things are go to fatmascara.com and you can also follow us on Instagram Twitter and at Fat Mascara for both of those things. And you can also contact us directly by emailing us at info at fatmascara.com. So profesh. So profesh. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next week. Bon voyage.
You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.